Welcome to the JD Remedy. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the JD Remedy. Whoop whoop. I am so excited for today's episode. I want to say welcome back and thanks for listening. Well, I actually have some things for you guys today and I want to make it a reoccurring value that I'm giving back to you, my listeners. So I'm going to go through a self-care, like a self-care recommendation, but also like an entertainment recommendation. And I'll do these for each episode just because I'm trying new things and obviously coaching people with some homework and things to improve their self-care or self-love and things like that. So I thought I would share it on the podcast as well. Yeah, so the first one for self-care this week, something that I noticed has been, hang on, my cat is, what What are you doing, baby? Something that I noticed was becoming quite an annoyance for me was my constant need or a feeling having to check my social media on my phone and I wasn't even in a conversation with anyone or expecting any kind of correspondence or anything like that but I found that I kept picking up my phone and checking just checking the home screen to see if that little red number above the app had gone up in terms of you know I had things to check and especially at work I noticed it was frustrating me so much and Every time I did it, I would get so pissed off. I'm like, oh, why am I checking it? Like, I don't need to check this right now. And it just, it's become such an annoying habit. So what I've done to actually combat this, and it's been like this for about a week now, you know, when you're editing your home screen and you're moving apps around, if you hold them and hover it over another app, it creates a group of apps. So what I've done on my home screen is all of my social media apps, like everything, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, I've put them all in a group, like a group square thing on my home screen. And what that's actually done is I can't see the red notification numbers unless I click into the group and and it expands and I can see them all individually. It's actually helped so much because I I only check them intentionally now. Like if I've set up some time in the morning while I'm having breakfast or like I'm having a lunch break at work or when I'm in my relaxing wind down mode at home, just chilling on the couch, then that's when I purposely and intentionally check them. Other than that, I so far for the week, I don't feel the need to kind of check it obsessively because I can't see them as well. So even if I'm opening my phone to go into something else like my bank account or my emails or whatever, I don't see that red number above the app and it doesn't make me want to check it because I can't see it. So I thought I'd share that with you guys because I can guarantee almost everyone listening to this has probably felt that pull or that little bit of an obsession to check their app. So try it and see if it helps you for the week and let me know if it helped or whatever else you guys are doing to combat that little obsessive pull because it's a problem. All right. Another entertainment recommendation or entertainment rec that I have for you guys this week 
I am obsessed with crime documentaries or like crime doco series, anything related to true crime and true stories and all that kind of stuff. I'm obsessed. I think I've seen literally all of them until the other day I was scrolling on Netflix and a recommended new documentary popped up. I think it's like a doco series actually. And let me just confirm the name of it. It's called The Night Stalker. And I thought I had seen all of the really big crime cases like Ted Bundy, um, Hillside Strangler, uh, like Jeffrey Dahmer, all that kind of stuff. And then this case friggin' comes along and it, it was huge. Like this was after Ted Bundy had happened. It's sickening and it was in America too it was huge so I don't know if you guys want spoilers it's not really a spoiler because you watch the documentary anyway but he pretty much went on a killing rampage for over I can't remember the exact number but like over 150 days without being caught I'm pretty sure that's more than Ted Bundy or anyone else that I have watched correct me if I'm wrong but what really interested me is that the right word to use with crime documentaries what really fascinated me with this case and what really stood out was you know serial killers normally have a niche and when I say a niche like they either have a certain murder weapon or a way that they murder someone or they have a certain age group or gender or something specific to them and that's how they're identified as the killer it's like a a a trail of the similar crimes that were committed in a similar way and it's definitely that person because it was x y and z well this freaking person he killed elderly people like in their freaking 80s he killed men and women he raped women he molested kids like burger like robbed people i just every single thing and there was like satanic rituals involved like it was sickening i'd never seen anything like it and it blew my mind for someone that watches crime documentaries so often this blew my mind i was like of course i watched the whole thing in one day but (laughs) i was like this is crazy how does and the best part sorry for spoilers skip ahead for like a minute if you like but the best part the way that he was caught is he was on the run in a neighborhood and obviously his name and his face was out there by now and he ran and got cornered in this little cul-de-sac in a neighborhood and the whole community like everybody that lived on the street started pointing him out like oh my god that's the night stalker that's the night stalker and they like beat the shit out of him and like made sure that he couldn't get away and like beat the fuck out of him and he was just laying on the floor until the cops came and they all surrounded him was like you're not going anywhere and then the cops came and arrested him i was like that's amazing that's fucking lit i love that so it was a great ending to a horrible story but i don't know why i'm getting so excited but for any of you crime documentary lovers out there definitely check it out it's probably one of my favorites next to ted bundy at the moment so Give it a go and let me know what you think. Anyway, an update. How have I been? I am fine. I'm training really hard at the moment and eating relatively well and I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I think I'm losing weight. Not that I care what the number on the scales is, but I think I'm losing weight. Like I feel stronger and I'm getting a little bit more muscly and that's my goal at the moment. Like I'm just really excited to see how my body's changing, like transforming. I'm like my 
quads are getting bigger and it's like super exciting. So it's super chuffed with myself at the moment. But let's get into today's episode. I want to talk about jealousy today. You know, what does jealousy mean to people? Is it normal? Is it okay? How do you get through it? And, you know, similar things. So maybe a couple of things in terms of why people feel jealous. It most probably is because of your past experiences in a relationship or, you know, any trauma associated with that. I think a really big part of jealousy is lack of attention from your partner so you know if you feel like they're giving attention to other people and you don't get it at home then jealousy tends to spark obviously a really big one is trust issues is where the jealousy plays lack of commitment in your relationship so if you feel like there's no effort on your partner's behalf or you just feel like the relationship's going in nowhere like those jealousy feelings do come up And a big one is obviously mental health. So what I actually noticed, and I don't know if I'm the only one, when I'm due for my period, like your hormones are frigging crazy, right? I feel super jealous, but not super jealous, but but I'm not really a jealous person, but my jealousy normally sparks when I'm due for my period. And I think, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the hormone imbalance or hormones changing you know when you do for your period you're super hormonal but one of my symptoms of my period is jealousy i need validation that we're not crazy it's just hormones so i've been on a couple i've been through a couple of different experiences where my jealousy richter scale has been at the very low end of not giving a single fuck or the complete opposite end where it's like obsessive off the Richter scale like crazy right and I'll tell you the different circumstances um surrounding that which is what I think contributes to the jealousy and plays a huge part one of the scales was I was that person that was crazy jealous I was always worried about what my partner was doing I was like obsessive in terms of ringing where he was to make sure he was there or ringing to find out who he was hanging out with but to give you a little background he obviously cheated on me all the time was always lying to me it was a very very emotionally disturbing um damaging relationship and i've actually spoken about it on another episode i think it's called are you being emotionally abused or something like that so that was that context and then the opposite end of the scale for me was one of my ex-partners there was no jealousy at all I trusted him with all of my heart to the point where we were at a party once at my friend's house and we were getting ready to go to bed because we were staying there the night and I walked into the spare room and my partner at the time was in bed with my friend they were like passed out but they were cuddling like in bed that he was just like he had his arm out and she was like nuzzled up to his chest and they were sleeping And I was like, that's so cute. I'll go sleep somewhere else then. There's no room for me. And I went into my best friend's room and I slept in the bed with my best friend. But I was like, oh, that's so cute. I think I even took a photo. But that level of trust is what you want. Like, you want your fucking best friend and your boyfriend to be super, super close. Like, I loved that. And and there was just no jealousy. So it's such an incredible feeling. And the reason I told those two different experiences is I think your circumstances and who you're with obviously plays a huge part in if you're jealous now you know are you a jealous person or are your circumstances making you a jealous person and I 100% think 
majority of the time it's your circumstances first of all is your partner trustworthy if he is and you're still jealous like if they've given you no reason to feel jealous or to be jealous you know maybe there's some shit that you need to deal with personally um do you need to leave your baggage at the door because i think it's wrong if you've had previous situations where you've been cheated on or you know someone broke your trust and you bring that into a new relationship where your new partner hasn't done anything to warrant you being jealous or obsessive or anything like that you know they're two different scenarios obviously but if you're in that relationship and you know deep down in your heart that you're not a fucking crazy person that stalks where their partner is and you feel like you need to stalk them on instagram or whatever it is if you know in your heart that you're not that person and you can feel yourself becoming crazy maybe you need to ask yourself if you're in the right relationship because you shouldn't be with someone that makes you jealous and that's something i want to talk about as well you know I feel like your partner should make you feel like you're the only girl in the world, like his princess, right? Stop it, baby. If you feel jealous because your partner's not giving you attention or they are quite flirty with other people or comment inappropriately toward other people um, and you don't get the same attention, it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't feel jealous at all because your boyfriend or your girlfriend, whoever it is, your partner should make you feel so fucking important and so special in your life where that jealousy thought is not a problem like in the situation with my my one of my partners and my friend we were engaged we were locked down I felt very secure in the relationship like very secure in where it was heading with him as a person with what our relationship was like so it the thought didn't even enter my brain as to what could be happening in that bed I was just like, fuck, that's so cute. And then I was like, I'm going to bed and went somewhere else. Like, it's so circumstantial. And my previous partner on the opposite end of the scale where I was obsessive, if he wasn't, if I couldn't see where he was, all my mind was thinking about was, is he cheating on me? Like, who's he talking to? It's not good for your emotional health to sit there and stress about this kind of shit. Like, find you a man that doesn't stress you out like that find a man that doesn't make like you don't feel jealous and you know the opposite end of that is if your partner is super super jealous and they're not work they're not willing like you've done nothing to warrant them feeling jealous you're a really good partner you've never cheated you've never you know done anything to warrant them feeling insecure and jealous then that's not fair on you as well you like they need to deal with their shit and it's not your problem and it's not up to you to reassure them constantly or get yelled at all the time for speaking to the opposite sex or you know whatever is pissing them off like you should be with someone that trusts you where you can still have a life outside of the relationship or you know speak to the opposite sex or the same sex whatever scenario you're in like that is what a healthy relationship is and that's what needs to happen for you if you think that you deserve that kind of relationship which 100% you do then you need to make that very clear and that comes into the next part that I want to talk about which is communication and how that is a huge part in reducing jealousy and feeling comfortable and secure in your relationship I'll give you an example of how communication can 
stop those uneasy thoughts, stop the jealousy and just put it to rest straight away. So it's not a constant thing that you're worrying about. It's not a constant thing that you're thinking about. That's it. So a recent example is one of my partners had recently broken up with his ex-girlfriend and they were just like, you know, texting just about, you know, some of their belongings and that kind of crap, whatever. And I noticed that when he was texting her, he was sending exes, like kisses. And I saw it and I said something because I was like, oh, do you text everybody kisses or just your ex? And he was like, oh, well, everybody. And I was like, I'd prefer it if you didn't text your ex kisses. That's kind of weird. And he explained that, you know, it's obviously I'm not blowing her a kiss. It's not my intention. I don't really think anything of the ex. I just send it in all of my messages. And I was like, well, yeah, I get that. I respect that. But I prefer it if I don't care if you do it to anyone else. Just don't really want you to send an ex to your ex-girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, okay, no worries. I won't do it. It's not really no problem for me. So, and then it was resolved. And I felt good because... You should never feel like you're being petty. Like if something makes you feel uncomfortable, first of all, you should have a relationship where you feel like you can talk about that kind of thing and you're not judged for it. Um, That open line of communication of him reassuring you and you feeling like you've got something off your chest so you're not attacking him later for something that he's not aware of is super, super important as well. So Obviously, communication gives them a chance to explain how or why it's happened and talk them through the process. So him reassuring me, like, doesn't mean anything. I just send it generically to everyone. It's not because it's my ex. But me saying, totally respect that, but it's just not something I'm comfortable with. Um, Obviously, I don't know about you guys, but we, as females, I feel like we jump to conclusions really quickly in our own head. If we don't communicate how we're feeling or what we're thinking about, we make our own scenarios up in our head and we jump to conclusions in our own head. It's like we tell ourselves a story of what possibly could be happening in this scenario. And we always think the worst, right? So I think it's so important to talk to your partner if something makes you feel super uncomfortable and that jealousy feeling comes up. Something that's really important is are they receptive to your concerns? You know, are they easing your mind are they reassuring you it's okay are they compromising and meeting you in the middle you know if his response was i'll fucking text my ex with an ex if i feel like i'd be like okay well bye like see you later you don't obviously don't care about my feelings you know if they feel like not texting their ex with a kiss is the end of the world then it's probably not the man for you you know what i mean and obviously each relationship is different each person's boundaries and concerns are different but you just want to feel like you're being heard. You don't want to feel judged. It should be a really relaxed, open conversation where you bring it up. This is how it's making me feel. I kind of feel a bit jealous. I'm not comfortable with it. Can you not do it? And their response, if it's reasonable, should be no problem. You know, And I say reasonable because things that are a little bit like mm, iffy and notable are if your new partner tells you to stop talking to your friends altogether, like whether it's your guy mates or your girl mates or, you know, if they don't have a valuable reason as to why you shouldn't talk to them and they're just jealous because of their own insecurities, I don't really think that's fair. I mean, obviously we can go into so much detail about how this is different for everyone, but 
it needs to be reasonable and I think as long as there's open communication and respect for each other and, you know, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree at the end of it. There just needs to be a little bit of compromise, respect, open communication and comfort. That's all. You know, it all comes down to your boundaries as a couple and as an individual. And you'll never know how to set boundaries in your relationship if you don't talk about things. You know, if something makes you uncomfortable and you don't nip it in the butt straight away, then they continue to do it because they haven't been made aware that it makes you feel uncomfortable. So give them the opportunity to hear you out, give a response, and then you work it out together. That is it for today's topic, guys. I hope you got some little golden nuggets to take away from today's episode. So uh, just a reminder, I have a Facebook group for this podcast. So I always post the episodes in there and it gives you guys a platform to comment, say how much you loved it, or if we discuss something on the podcast, it gives you an opportunity to ask questions or give your two cents or whatever it is. Obviously, it, the group is full of love and support. So come in there with an open mind and, you know, it's a little girl gang in there. We, we lift each other up. So you're welcome to join that. I'll leave the group in the description of this episode. You can find my business page. It's just Coaching. so J-A-Y-D-E. And then the last name is D-E-L-P-U-P. I obviously have a YouTube channel, so same name, Delpup. And Instagram is the same. You can see my personal and my business one as well. But yeah, I really encourage you guys to join the group so we can chit chat, get to know you guys. You're welcome to PM me if you need anything. But thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. And let me know how you guys went with the self-care and entertainment recs. I would love to deep dive into crime documentaries with everybody. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope you have a great week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.